Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the Fence Post podcast. Uh, they let us have our own edition, so this is the Sergeant Major's edition. I'm State Command Sergeant Major John Ballinger, uh, and with me today, I got Sergeant Major Barnes, the G1. I got Sergeant Major Cummings, uh, the 148th CSM, and I got uh, Sergeant Major Ray Kenny. He is the fixing to be the 48th Brigade CSM just selected. Um, so I'm uh, State Command Sergeant Major John Ballinger. I, Kind of tell you a little bit about myself, brand new coming into the seat, replacing State Command Sergeant Major, now retired Jeff Logan. Uh, started off in active duty a uh, couple years ago now. Uh, did about three or four years active in the 118th uh, Field Artillery Airborne up in uh, Fort Wainwright, Alaska. And then I uh, transitioned to the Guard. And when I came in, I came in as a, a 19 Delta Cav Scout um, in Douglasville, Georgia and kind of grew up in the infantry world and in the 19 series world, uh, Cav Scout world as well. And so I have been a traditional M-Day. Um, I've been on ADOS orders for a while, so I understand uh, how that process kind of works. And then um, came into the AGR program um, when I was a E8, E7 uh, back in about 2013. So I've been AGR active um, guard since 2013. Um, and I have been uh, operations most of my career. Um, I've did some time in the 201st um, over there, helping some with logistics. I've been in RTI as a branch chief over there with the 35 and 25 series courses. Um, third of the 108th Cav, I was a first sergeant over there for every unit. I think Ray kind of helped me out. He was there with me, Sergeant Major. Every unit except uh, Charlie. Lurse, so HHT, Alpha, Bravo, and 165th Quartermaster, um, and then as also their battalions, Ops are Major. Um, then I was the 48th Brigade Operations Sergeant Major. I've done some time in the G3 as a state training NCO and also the state G3 Operations Sergeant Major as well as the 48th Brigade CSM most recently, uh, and then uh, selected as the state command sergeant major. So. Um, what I want to do is just talk a little bit about some things on the horizon as I see them. Um, and then the guest I got here today, my sergeant's major, we're just going to kind of talk about stuff as we see a little bit about NCO progression at all levels. Um, and then we want to talk a little bit uh, about kind of the state of the state or where we see uh, the Georgia Army National Guard going forward. So in order to flatten communications, uh, PAO has kind of helped us talk this through is to do a, uh, an addition with the Fence Post podcast, do a Sergeant's Major podcast too. And to me, I don't want just Sergeant's Major in here going forward. Like We'll have officers in here. We'll have junior enlisted, uh, warrant officers. And what I want to do is just talk about any topics that we got that affects the force as a whole, right? Not just our enlisted soldiers, but everyone. So, you know, kind of to get to that right quick, if you've got any... Um, issues, comments, concerns, topics, whatever, please send that to us. Um, you, can, you can hit our Facebook page. Um, you can contact PAO. You can contact me directly. You got uh, Staff Sergeant Varley. However you want to get it to us, just get it to us some topics, and we'll address them. You know, and shoot, we'll bring you on. If there's something you feel strongly about, you know, let us know, and you want to get on the podcast we invite you to come on too, because we're gonna, no topic is off limits. We wanna talk about everything, right? And what we really wanna do is make sure 
that we can flatten communications and get as much communication and information out to as many soldiers, DOD civilians, everybody we can, uh, so we can continue to be the family that the Georgia Army National Guard is. Cool. So one thing we're gonna look at in the future that I'm pretty excited about just coming on board, I've talked to Sergeant Major Barnes a little bit about it and shared it with you, is working with CHOA, which is the Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. So um, what we wanna do in the early, um, early winter, late fall, is we're gonna kinda do a t-shirt drive. So, so in my mind, kind of what I see is every company battery and troop throughout the state, you know, that's one thing we do as, as non-commissioned officers to build that esprit de corps um, with our units. And everybody loves a PT t-shirt, right? Everybody loves a hoodie. So what I want to do is to, is to collect some of those t-shirts and hoodies throughout the whole organization, Air and Army Guard. Um, and take it up to the Children's Health Care of Atlanta. We've been in communication with them. I think this year we're probably going to go to Eggleston is what it looks like, maybe in October, early November. Um, and then we're going we're gonna to give those T-shirts out to the, to the children there that are, that are in their own battles right now and just spend some time with them, talk to them, and then also talk uh, to the doctors, the nurses, the caregivers out there too, show them some love as well, maybe get some T-shirts and hoodies with them. And then take some pictures and show, hey, this is our family, this is what our family looks like, and represent the whole force um, just with a T-shirt, you know? And that can be, that's something small to me, um, but I'll tell you in the past we've done that in the 108th Cav, and it has made an absolute tremendous impact on some of those families when, when some of those, um, some of the kids out there, they're in on those really bad struggles, you know, love those T-shirts and they wear them every day, you know? So if we can bring a little bit of joy to them, kind of get in the fight with them as much as we can, help motivate them and, and kind of build up, you know, their motivation. And, and I think that's, that's good to do. So we're going to kind of drive that. And uh, we'll put some stuff on Facebook out about that. If your company batter your troop wants to, uh, wants to help us out and show some love to that. So what I want to kind of open it up to right now is a little bit of our NCO progression. And I got the G1 Sergeant Major in here for a reason today. Uh, and one reason is we just did our EPS list. Um, and I'll tell you, in the past, it hasn't went well. We thought we could change that a little bit, but yet again, here we are, and we're not able to select um, close to half of our um, half of our force due to um, height and weight, ACFT data, that kind of stuff. So I'll kind of kind of open that open that conversation up with you, Sergeant Major. So we had a total of 591 vacancies throughout the state, and we were only able to fill 251. And we had over 540 soldiers who were bypassed due to height and weight, area consideration, and ACFT. 148 of those soldiers were E4s that we cannot promote to E5s based off of their height and weight. Um, I have been going out to the battalions, doing site visits, taking my team, and just discussing with the battalions and what can we do to better at the state level, the G1 level, to better assist you all. Um, I don't know the answers to why height and weights are not being um, placed in the system or is height and weight not being conducted um, every six months. Maybe that's something maybe Sergeant Major Cummings and Sergeant Major Kenny can dive into because, you know, I'm in the G1 <coughs> and I focus on G1 yeah. staff during drill weekend and just want to know your input on height and weight. Uh, those that don't know my voice, uh, Command Sergeant Major Ray Kenny, uh, incoming 48th Infantry Brigade Combat Team, CSM. So what we did to talk about height, weight, and ACFT data was during uh, 
the implementation or the attempted onboarding of said ACFT is we took a, numerous diagnostics, numerous height and weights, and made sure those were, those were input. Uh, got a numerous number of soldiers on the Army Body Composition Program that weren't meeting the standard. And so then what we found at some point in time is through the turmoil of onboarding the ACFT is all the data that we did have input that we were making sure we followed up on that was in the system was wiped clean. Um, so we kind of, we had to start from scratch again in inputting the data. And so what we found out after XCTC, uh, that the current state star major, when he was V7, as soon as we got done with that, I mean, I remember coming back out of that, what better time to do height, weight, you know, yep. everybody's been uh, emaciated for three weeks. Got lean because they didn't eat for two and a half weeks. That, right, apparently <laughs> nobody likes MREs. So they just decided to drink water and sweat out all the extra that they had. So we did a height weight and we got back. I know at, uh, I was at 3rd Battalion at that point in time and I watched it uh, for each company go through and watch, and the data was input at that time. So I don't know if there was another wipe after that, but what we get to is you really have to follow up like your platoon sergeant or your squad leader or your team leader once they get that data, in my opinion, and that goes up to the training NCO who typically has the access, your, your active duty training NCO to, to input those things. Um, it's, it's gotta be followed up on. You know, you got one guy. If you're in a if you're in a battalion or a squadron, you're looking at 400 some odd plus personnel of data that has to be put in for each uh, company battery troop by that training NCO. Not to saying that it it should be done without having to have that follow up, right? That's that's the job that is incumbent upon us at that level. But um, you know, we got to make sure we do the follow up. We have to in place a system of checks and balances at that level that the readiness NCO needs to do that battalion or squadron operations, NCOIC or Sergeant Major has to go back in and do those scrubs and check and make sure they're done with those reminders going out via the Frago, via your WhatsApp, via your signals to, to get those in. Uh, there's a myriad of ways to keep following up on it and get it done. And there's also some soldier responsibility in that well. I well, take, I'll tell you, with the EPS, you know, and I, I didn't, I really didn't know y'all did this, but the G1, the day before the EPS, oh, yeah. the G1 is reaching down to the company battery and troop levels and going, hey guys, hey gals, like your height and weight is not current. Your ACFT mm -hmm. is not current. So they're going above and beyond what really their obligations to us are to try to get as many people and affect as many as we can. And I tell you, I know our readiness and training NCOs got a lot on their plate. I, I don't, I don't disregard that. I know they do. But damn it, if I've got, if you know, and I'm, and I'm, I am absolutely accountable for my own progression. I am. And our soldiers are. They have to be accountable for their own progression. But if they do a height and weight, then that readiness and training NCO, don't input that data. You know, my recommendation is that soldier needs to go in with their frontline leader and their Absolutely. first sergeant and stand oh. in front of that readiness and training Absolutely. NCO and go explain to me now why I'm not right. getting promoted and you're taking money out of my pocket and my, my family's pocket because you didn't take the time to input the data. Absolutely. I'm not saying that's all of it, but I'm telling you, when you do that and that starts happening, oh, yeah. a lot of that stuff's going to go away. I guarantee it. It's our major so, so, so kind of going to that, right, is you're going to have to have, some people are afraid of confrontation, okay. bottom line. And I know, because you reminded me, like, I remember, sorry, Morrow, yourself, like, y'all, you, I think y'all didn't, you, you went so as far as to tell us and then to send us a list yes. of who needed to be updated. Yes. So don't get me wrong when I say the onus is on a little bit everybody, and it, and it is, but like, you're saying, Sergeant Major Ballander, like, at this point now, in our role as, you know, as the first sergeant or that battalion ops or the Sergeant Major, now we got to go in there and put that down on the council and, and, and 
really hold their feet to the fire. And then when their NCOER comes out, we're like, mm, guess you're not going to make the list either because you can't do your basic of responsibilities. And the only reason we have a job in the AGR force, which if anyone doesn't know, I'm also AGR as well, is to take care of the M-Day soldier. Because mm -hmm. they don't have the DTMS access. They don't have the ATMS access. They don't have the access to go back and double check that somebody was had their best interests in mind and made sure that they were on the list if they did what they were do. So yeah, good point on that, Sergeant Major. So Sergeant Major Cummins, like, y'all have done a great job in the 148 with your ACFT. Mm -hmm. You know, I it, it's lost on me that we're now in year three, really, of doing ACFT, um, and we still can't get the E9s to take the, the doggone <laughs> ACFT, right? So I, so just so everybody can hear me in, in earshot of my voice, right, I have directed... Um, the brigade sergeant's major to send me a list of everybody who has and who has not taken the ACFT and the rank of E9. Because I feel like if we're going to drive that, then we've got to start with ourselves and look at it, right? Mm -hmm. And those who haven't taken it, you know, by the suspense date, they can come take one with me, right? right. Doesn't I, I, I don't <laughs> care at that point. But we're all going to take one. And then, so, and then we have to have our units have got to take the dog on ACFT. Well, Star Major, so, you know, part of it, okay, training may have not input certain things in, but what if what are we doing with the soldiers who are just not completing their height and weight or ACFT? What if it's not the unit or, you know... You mean not passing? Not, yeah, well, not taking it or not going to conduct their height and weight. If you have a unit and the first sergeant says, we're taking our height and weight today, and the soldier keeps missing their height and weight, what are we doing from there? Yeah, I mean, it's just like what, to me, it's just like what we do with everything is is we need to counsel the soldier, not, not counsel the soldier, but counsel those behaviors. That's right. what we're getting after yeah, is yeah. behaviors. Absolutely. And I tell you, I'm going to kind of shift it just a little bit on NCOERs, but a great segue in, into evaluations is every evaluation I've ever had, it talks about me, what I've done, you know, what I've done in the past, my potential um, uh, on, that, on that evaluation. What I like to do is get our NCOs, uh, and for those Raiders and Senior Raiders, which is the officer majority of the officer corps out there, is to look at rating our company battery and troop first sergeants, platoon sergeants, battalion sergeant majors, and brigade sergeant majors, um, not on yourself, but what has your company battery and troop battalion and brigade doing? What do those metrics look like, mm. right? Because we're a Absolutely. team. So we need to start looking at, hey, Absolutely. I'm going to evaluate you, not right. just on you personally, right. but I'm going to evaluate you on how good your soldiers are. Because to me, that's where your leadership is. Right. How, you, how you influence that's, the formation. That's exactly right. Because that's our job. Right. is to influence change in a positive way and get our soldiers ready for the fight. Right. So that's how I'm going to that's how I want to drive evaluations going Absolutely. forward. And, and that's exactly how I do my first sergeants, and they know um, exactly what it is. I'm not rating you how great of a, a first sergeant you are, how great of a leader you are. What do your numbers say? Because you are what your numbers say you are. So if you got 20 late evaluations, you're struggling as a first sergeant to me. If you got if if 65 percent of your soldiers have not completed DLC. You're struggling as a first sergeant, so it's not about how much I like you, or, or how great, or how 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 great our relationship is. How great are your numbers? How great are your numbers? What do your numbers say you are? And that's pretty much how I rank them as first sergeants when I'm getting um or when I'm giving my battalion commander feedback on the senior rate of comments. We rate you one one through five based on how how well your numbers say you are performing as a um, as a senior leader, not by how, how much I like you. That that means very little to me. Hey team, thanks for tuning in to part one of the Georgia Fence Post Podcast, our majors edition. Hey, uh, be on the lookout for part two. It's going to come out sometime in August, and make sure that you follow the Fence Post on your podcast streaming platforms. <laughs>